1: Hey everybody, welcome again to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel DeBreeze-Man, Mike the Cap-Capler with me, uh, starting in on our ninth year of Growing in Grace. Last week we, uh, kinda, we didn't really celebrate it in any big way, but we hit the eight-year mark, eight years of doing Growing in Grace, so we're starting off our ninth year here talking about this wonderful gospel, the good news of God's... Loving acceptance of us not based upon anything that we've ever done or ever will do and um, Helping people to hopefully understand that God loves them He's for them not against them and that he is living in us It's just it's just such great stuff to be talking about uh, To have been talking about uh, during all these past eight years cap
0: Well, yeah, it surprises me when when you say we've been doing this for eight years going into nine now. That that does kind of surprise me. No, we didn't really celebrate it on the air during one of our programs with anything special, but boy, did you and I have a celebration off the air. (laughs) Unfortunately, our wives had to come bail us out of jail, and it was a big mess. But, yeah, we're free now. Never again.
1: Yes, they they paid the debt for us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, so you know, Kat, we've been since we've been doing this for eight years. Uh, someone had commented on uh, something on Facebook not too long ago, uh, mentioning that okay, so we've been, you know, we're doing we're doing this, and we must have been preaching grace before grace was cool. Because <laughs> I mean, in a sense, it's only within the last few years that there's been kind of this wave of grace teachings, you know, come across the land so to speak. And you and I it's it's been a good decade and a half approximately since you and I cap came into the the grace message so to speak. And maybe we'll uh, spend some time this week just talking a little bit about how you and I got into this thing and and, you know, maybe our, our backgrounds in the church, uh, I don't know, we'll we'll see how this goes here, but maybe we'll start with you, Cap, because uh, I know I, I had always known about grace, but I didn't know a whole lot about it, and then you started sharing some things with me that started making a whole lot of sense to me, and so I know that you had started to hear and in, in come into this grace message a little bit before I did, so maybe we'll start uh, with you.
0: All right, we'll see where this goes. Um, I... I guess always felt like I was a believer, Joel. But I, I mean, I, I came up. Uh, my family had somewhat of a Catholic background, although my mom and dad uh, perhaps weren't as dedicated to it as as some people may have been back at that time. So I went to church with them once in a while. I can even I can even remember going by myself a few times as a youngster. But my older brother had a, a, a an experience uh, with Jesus Christ and began to share. Uh, the message of salvation with me uh, at, at around the age of 10. And I, I prayed with him and, uh, you know, asked uh, Jesus to come in my heart and all that sort of thing. And, and and something did take place at that time, an affirmation occurred within my heart, Joel. I, I can remember to this day being in that little bedroom um, on that, that neighbor, in that neighborhood that we lived in at that time and looking up at the picture on the wall, it was a picture of Jesus hanging on the cross, and I remember this like it was yesterday. I haven't talked about it for a long time. But I can remember thinking that that is not just a picture on the wall. I, I sensed the presence of that one that had died for me on the cross. And it was inside of me. And there was this, just the, this revelation that occurred to me that God was real. In other words, he became not just something I believed in, but someone that I had suddenly become aware of, of a personal presence within me. And uh, so it kind of went from there. I won't go into my, my whole life story, but later on in life, I, I by the way, I when I got old enough to drive a car and so forth, I, I got into some other uh, evangelical churches out there. Joel, I, I went to Wesleyan Church. I visited some Baptist churches. I um, had a lot of friends who were in the E-Free uh, and, and plenty of Lutheran friends. And uh, I, I attended. Hopper. What's that? Church Hopper.
1: Well, (laughs) I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) I really only went to a couple places. I didn't visit all these places, or I didn't uh, attend all these places necessarily, or at least not on a regular basis, but I visited some when I was first able to get out on my own, and uh, really only stayed with a couple of these, and eventually got into sort of an independent full gospel, uh, and then later on an independent uh, vineyard church, but in the the 80s and 90s, where you and I met, I think it was in the 90s when we met, but I started in, in contemporary Christian music radio. And you talk about cutting edge. I mean, we, we were playing Christian rock before playing Christian rock was cool. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we used to get persecuted by people in the religious community <laughs> for the things we did. I, I wish I could just spend a, a couple of podcasts on that. <laughs> it was kind of hard. But, you know, we knew what we were doing was right at that time, and at least in our hearts. And, and uh, so the thing I wanted to mention about being involved in Christian radio ministry like that was that um, I had the opportunity to uh, see people where they were in, 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 in their backgrounds. And, you know, I, it occurred to me, Joel, that, you know, I, I was pretty dogmatic back then about some of the things I believed. And uh, probably a lot of them weren't necessarily right. And uh, I think I began to see some really neat and good people out there who, who really did have a love for God who had a, a church background that I would at least once upon a time frown upon. And so I want to make it clear that with where you and I have come over the last 15 years or so uh, and where I had come from before that, that it's really not a real big deal for me what someone's church background is. Mm-hmm. So you don't really hear us over these last eight years picking on denominations. We, we talk about the, re, the religious institutions as a whole sometimes, and, but we don't try to specifically target you know, Catholics and, and Lutherans and the Baptists and the Presbyterians. We, don't, we just don't do that. And I think God opened my eyes even back then, even before I had a better understanding of grace about how he could manifest himself in many ways. In spite of ourselves, mm-hmm. in spite of what we believed sometimes, or what we thought were great doctrines, whether they were or not, and so I just wanted to kind of slip that in there too, because I think the fact that I, I, I had started out from a Catholic background and then got into the evangelical realm and then the full gospel, and I kind of gone full circle. It was almost as if God was preparing me for the radio ministry, <laughs> and and then um, in the '90s, Joel, through that time, I had. Uh, become a licensed minister uh, became involved with a a ministerial organization for a while and was doing the Christian radio thing but I, I started to get frustrated with some of the things that just weren't adding up for me when it came to much of the the doctrine and dogma that many of us have been taught and some of what I had taught people it just two and two wasn't always equaling four when it came to the things that we were telling people about the scripture and I just wasn't sure about certain things now I never came to the place where I doubted God or any of that I I didn't hold it against him I just knew there was something not adding up and I was frustrated by it and so the church I was attending at that time where I had a good friend as a pastor by the way uh, I just decided to back out I didn't know where I was gonna go from there I just knew that I was frustrated I let my ministerial license expire I was still doing Christian radio ministry, or actually I was about to re-enter it again, and um, I was just trying to find out what the truth really was. What was the gospel? And so I attended uh, a church I hadn't been to for a long time, and it just so happened that the pastor of this church had gone through what I would call a grace revolution, where he began teaching something that was in many ways quite different from what he had taught in the past. And the first message he taught hit me between the eyes. He was talking about... The Confession of Sin, and um, I won't go into the entire message, but let's just say some of the things that I was trying to piece together that weren't adding up, he was teaching some things there that suddenly answered some of my questions. So I began to, uh, to grow with this pastor under his teaching. Around that very same time, it just so happened that uh, many of our listeners would be familiar with Steve McVeigh. He had just come out with the book, at least shortly after he had come out with the book Grace Walk. He was doing these grace walk seminars and came to our town to a, a church that I was familiar with through Christian radio. And so I went and heard Steve that weekend. And um, uh, it was actually the following year. He came, to I think, two years in a row. And so there was, all these roads were sort of intersecting together. And it was around this time that also that you and I had met. You started working as a volunteer at the radio station on the air and um, we started connecting and I started sharing some things with you that I was learning about forgiveness and grace and uh, the kinds of things that we'd never really heard before even if we'd been in church for many years and so that that's kinda how it all came and then eventually you and I started the podcast here and we've been growing I think in our understanding of what the gospel is and our identity in Christ Throughout these eight years, and there's just so much more that I see. I can't explain why or how I see it, but there's just so much more that I see now about the gospel uh, as each year goes by.
1: Yeah, it's really a lot. I, I think so too. I mean, we've said a lot of times on this program that the more we know, the more we realize how much we don't know. But it's just there's because it's just, there's such a huge realm of understanding to be had that we'll never really fill our satisfaction for wanting to know as many things about God as we can in this life, you know, but we'll have all eternity to do that, of course. But you know, coming into this grace message, I know that it's freed you up, and it's definitely freed me up as well. I, guess we well, got... I, w- I was
0: going to say, Joel, I-, I think we probably won't have time for you to be able to tell your story effectively this week. Uh, you know, I know we'll be wrapping up here in the next few minutes, but I wanted to mention that there are a lot of people out there that uh, don't know us very well. and I, Joel, I've got people I've known for years who will sometimes ask a legitimate question because they want to know. They they saw our podcast, they might have listened to it or they just saw the title of it and got concerned. <laughs> but they'll you know they'll post something on my Facebook or send me an email and say, "Well, I saw where you said this and what about blah 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 and what about this?" because they're 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 stuck in a in a place where I used to be. Not that, not that I've come full circle as far as my understanding of the gospel. I know there's a lot more for me to, to, to grow in and learn, but some of these people are still stuck back in a place where I was when it came to legalism and religious stuff. And, and I think there are people who perceive we're teaching something that isn't really always the case because they're misunderstanding some things that we're saying about God's grace, mercy, love, and forgiveness. I'm sure you've had that. I'm sure you've had that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we get a lot of that. Uh, Sometimes just, you know, like you say, it could be just the title or or the perception of what they think we're we're talking about that kind of throws them off the wrong way. But then I, you know, I, I go and I put myself back into their shoes and i think you know what a few years ago i would have thought the same thing and so like you were saying earlier about denominations and all that you know we've been exposed to so many different types of beliefs both of us throughout our lives and i'll share some of that uh next week when i talk about uh, my journey into grace Uh, we've seen so much of that that it's difficult to put people down because we know that so many people they just are where they are and we need to accept them right there where they are and hopefully if people are willing to talk things out, you know, this is what I found that we can, even if we don't end up agreeing on everything, you know, we can, we can at least help one another out in this walk. So well, anyway, thanks cap for sharing uh, your journey into grace and, and the, the things that happened to get you to where you're at now. And it's great to know that you know, we're going to keep on growing in this thing. And next week I'll uh, share some of my past and how I got into this message as well. More on that next week